Hey everyone, it's Jefferson Graham. You're listening to another edition of the iPhone Photo Show, the podcast where we talk about all things iPhone photography. And on today's edition, our guest is Alistair Jolly from SmugMug. We're going to talk about how to use SmugMug for automatically backing up all your smartphone photos. You can do other things on SmugMug as well, as he will tell you all about it. We begin by talking about the really cool new app that just came out called Skylight. It's an app which lets you know ahead of time whether tonight's sunset is photo-worthy or not. I'm in love with this app. You'll hear what Alistair's thoughts are as well. Let's jump right in and start talking about the app. I've been using it all week, actually, to to um, very poor results. Not because of me, because of the weather. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a really, really fun, simple, classy little app. I really, really enjoy it. I... I'm fortunate to know the the development team behind the app, the guys at Lux Camera, um, Sebastian and Ben. I've known them for a while, obviously through Halide, the the camera app, which has been a very successful app. The app, my go-to camera app on my iPhone. Um, so yeah, I was excited when they they brought out this new app this week, and uh, it looks very simple. It tells you, it does exactly what it says on the tin. You know, it shows you when the sunset is going to be, when the golden hour sunset afterglow is going to be, and basically tells you if it's going to be any good. Um, but then when you dive into the the work they've done on the back end, it's it's pretty incredible what they're actually doing. It's not just, they're not just guessing at it. They're using dozens, I think something like 20 different, you know, um, parameters to work out whether there's going to be a sunset. So yeah, looking forward to hopefully one day it's going to be actually tell me there's a good sunset. Well, you know, one of the biggest uh, things that, that that I've encountered is that I'll be sitting here wondering if it's going to be a good sunset. Should I get out? Should I go run down? And uh, should I go take a picture of the sunset? And I'll go run down there and it's a, it's a dud. And if I can pay $10 a year for an app that will tell me there's going to be a great sunset tonight, or let's look at that picture again. It's going to be spectacular. Spectacular. Mm. Well, gosh, I think I better go run down and, uh, and pick that up. Debbie wants to know what's the name of the app, Skylight. It's called Skylight. It's in the Apple App Store. It's, there's a free one-week trial. You can pay $2.99 either a week or... Um, or $9.99 for the year. Okay, so Skylight, $10 a year. I will happily pay for it. It's about as simple as it gets. It's either fair, poor, good, spectacular, and a lot of information yeah. there. I just, that we started talking about sunsets in the Skylight app, and mm-hmm. um, I, w- I want to ask you about sunsets because sunsets are so important. I think that they're the, probably the most uh most desired photo by most photographers is to show a great sunset because they are one of the greatest creations uh, known to man, right? Um, what are the sunsets mm-hmm. like in uh, Scotland, my friend? Tell us about them. Um, like anything related to weather in Scotland, they're very changeable <laughs> um, and very unpredictable. Um, although now that we have Skylight, maybe we can predict them a little bit better. Um, they can be hugely dramatic and they can be very uninspiring uh, uh, as well when it can be very grey. What's interesting is we're, you know, we're obviously heading towards summer um, and, you know, up 
in the north of Scotland. Uh, we don't quite have midnight sun, but you know, um, certainly sunsets very late in the evening. So uh, sunset sunrise images, although beautiful in the summer, are quite difficult because they're either super early in the morning or super late at night. Uh, but if you wait till winter time, um, then the sun only comes up for a, a fairly short window, so you can very quickly get a sunrise and a sunset in, in winter. Um, if all these factors which the team at Skylight are, are monitoring from, you know, atmospheric pressure to pollution to, you know, um, cloud cover to precipitation, if all those things align, then you can have uh, pretty dramatic uh, skies. Uh, we, uh, you know, we get a lot of cloud uh, in, in Scotland um, and, you know, sunset, with clouds is, you know, is, in my mind, is one of the best sunsets you can get when you get the, you know, that afterglow, but it's hitting the underside of, of the cloud bank. The only frustrating thing is when that cloud bank sits right on the horizon and you, you get no sunset at all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy, not easy in Scotland. <laughs> I have found that the iPhone actually does better sunset shots than my Sony. Um, which, as weird as that sounds, but I really, really believe it. Um, this iPhone is taking nine photos of, at once, which my Sony is not doing, and then merging them all together. Have you had that similar experience? Which which current iPhone are you using? I have the iPhone the 14? 14 Pro Max, but yeah. I, the same yeah. thing on the, on the 12 and the 13. Yeah. I there was a period. It's certainly it's certainly it's pretty good now. There was there was a period you know, a few years ago where iPhone did not handle sunsets particularly well. You know, the, 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 those intense reds used to, you know, really bleed together and it used to struggle to handle them. But yeah, as you see now, the computational maths that it's doing on multiple images, not just on a single image, to give you the best that they can possibly do is, yeah, it's pretty incredible what, it, what it's doing with such a tiny device. Yeah, I will say that when the sun is actually visible, I have the green dot issue. And I don't know if you've lived yeah. through that one, but it's it's really hell is this little green dot. And my only solution for it is to raise the image so that I get the dot in the sun where it will bleed away and that you don't see it. Uh, aside from that, I got a green dot in the image that I can fix in Photoshop. But it's the afterglow. It's the afterglow. It's the afterglow show on the sunset where the colors are really amazing. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's an interesting time of, of day um, when you really learn to um, understand the phases of a sunset and the, the different, you know, we talk, people talk about sunset uh, images, but there's there's several phases to sunset as as that skylight app kind of alludes to you know um, everything from you know the sun starting to go down in that you know golden hour right through to the kind of blue hour where you know long after the sunset and you know before it, before it goes actually dark is a, is another great time uh, yeah to take so as well. so where I live in in Manhattan Beach which is the suburb of LA beach community, November and December are the key months for sunsets, sometimes in January as well, something about the shape of the world and where things are, are mm -hmm. landing. Um, so I assume you have, do you have something similar in Scotland, best time? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so spring and spring and autumn uh, are always, um, for me, the most successful time, especially 
in the autumn or in the fall when um, you know if you get that window right just as the the leaves are you know changing color and you have that beautiful color it's also the angle of the the angle of the earth at that point allows for you know these really low uh, angles of the, of the sun to give you these longer periods where the the intensity of the sun's at a more uh, pleasant kind of angle to the earth um, so it gives you that longer ability to shoot um, so yeah October's my kind of favorite time of year to okay. shoot in, in, well, in I Scotland. Ho hope Hopefully this year we'll get to do it together. Uh, let's let's talk SmugMug. You know, I, I forgot to mention at the front of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by SmugMug and Flickr, and uh, Flickr is? is having a twenty. Fantastic. Yeah, it is, and <laughs> Flickr is having a twenty percent off sale right now. This week, one week only. I just saw this in an yep. email. Right. Yeah, we decided to do a little flash sale this week. So um, for this week only, you can go secure uh, a two-year subscription for twenty percent off for the two years. So yeah. Check that and out. and we have a photo contest, and the winner today is going to get a free one-year subscription to SmugMug. So how cool is that? Um, I've been it's a happy cool. customer for what twenty years, twenty years, eighteen a years, long nineteen time. years, something yeah. like that. Long time. And You've been so at SmugMug longer than I have. <laughs> I've got two <laughs> websites that are run on SmugMug, and I use it as a virtual hard drive. Um, tell everybody who doesn't know what exactly is SmugMug, Alistair. You mean there's people out there that don't know what we do? Okay. Um, yeah, SmugMug is, is a, a photo platform that allows you to do uh, a variety of things. We uh, allow you to build an incredible web uh, experience so that you can showcase your images to the world. We allow you to store your images on our platform and we also have an e-commerce solution to allow photographers to sell those images, whether it be uh, to friends and family, or if you're a professional photographer, to sell those images to your clients. But a lot of people want to know about backing up your photos because mm. there are. Uh, that's probably, I think, it's the number one problem that most people have is all these images, all these, we're taking so yeah. many, and what do I do with them, and how do I find them, and uh, where's the best place, and, and I'm, I'm running out of hard drive room, and let's just start with, there's three plans, and each one of those plans, uh, in fact, I have a picture of it, right? Each one of these plans gives you unlimited storage. Now, that's a big difference from Apple will give you two terabytes, Google will give you two terabytes for roughly $100 a year, and, um, you know, you, you're not going to get a nag message from you guys, right? Yeah, I mean, it's always been the case that no matter what plan you choose at SmugMug, you get unlimited storage of your high-res JPEGs. So um, we just never wanted people to have to worry about any kind of cap or limit on their storage. The the, the differential in the price is, is uh, more about feature set when it comes to showcasing and selling and having e-commerce. Um, the the storage uh, isn't affected by what plan you're on. Okay. Uh, Roy wants us to explain how SmugMug works. Um, I think what he's asking is about auto backup versus import. So you guys have an auto backup app an iOS and Android app that basically every photo you take on your phone goes straight up, right? Yeah, I, I mean, that question obviously depends in, in what context we're talking about. You know, with yourself, I'm assuming we're leaning more towards people using their iPhones uh, to take pictures. Um, but 
you know, whether you're using a DSLR, uh, other digital cameras or, or iPhones, we have different, many different ways to upload your images. So it can be specific to how people are, are actually taking the pictures. Um, we have an app um, where if you're a Smug Mug subscriber, you can have access to all your images on your, your mobile device, wherever you are in the world. As long as you have internet connection, you can download those images, you can upload those images, um, you can create galleries, uh, you can create you know uh, galleries for sale for your customers. So all the feature set we have is available within the app on the phone. Uh, but one of the features of the app is auto-upload. And when you turn on auto-upload, any image that you take on your device can be auto-uploaded to uh, a private SmugMug gallery, which you can then go into and move, move those images to other galleries um, once they've been uploaded. But the auto-upload, you can also set how, how it decides to upload. So you can tell it to only upload when you're on Wi-Fi, uh, only upload when you're connected to a power source um, so that it's not draining your battery during the day or using your cellular data plan. Um, or you can turn all that off and just let it constantly upload. Okay. And for those who are confused by that, um, it's not going to automatically upload pictures taken on your Canon, on your Sony, on your Nikon, correct? It's only going to auto-upload uh, mobile phone photos. Yeah, at, uh, at present, that is um, with mobile devices. So your Android device, your Apple device, if you use either the Android app or the uh, Apple app that we've created and turn on auto-uploading, any image that's taken on that device will be uploaded to a private gallery. We are moving towards a world where your Canon, Nikon, Sony camera will upload. We've actually just... Um, Earlier this year, launched an integration with Fujifilm, where we we showcased um, automatic uploading directly from uh, mirrorless cameras to uh, SmugMug galleries. So that that world is is not that far away. But at the moment, it's iPhones and Android devices. I tend to do about five thousand smartphone photos a month, maybe three, mm -hmm. maybe three to five thousand, and then I've just got this massive uh, gallery of, uh, you know, May and April and March and February, et cetera. How do mm -hmm. you go through them and really try to categorize and, and tame your library? Yeah, you mentioned it right at the start of the show, you know, people are taking more images and, and struggling to know what to do with them. And I think one of the major downsides of that is people are actually seeing less images because they're, they find them hard to find or they're, you know, they're, um, you know, just difficult to to stumble across or, or deliberately find. So I personally have I would you know, I would say the most images I take on my iPhone are of my family by far. Um, of all the images I take, by far most of them are are my my family. And I have in my SmugMug account uh, a private folder that has all my family images um, safely stored and they're categorized by year. Uh, and then within the folder of year, they're categorized by month. And then within each month, I will create uh, a specific um, a specific event gallery for, for something special like birthdays or something like that. So um, 
yeah, it's it's just a case of dragging and drop. You, um, you know, once the the hard part is normally getting the images uploaded, but we're using um, auto uploading feature to do that. So going in and organizing it is is simply just a case of highlighting those images, moving to another gallery, either on the desktop or on the actual device itself. What what tips would you have for people for managing and and uh, you know backup techniques, knowing that most people don't really pay much attention to backup, but until it's too late. Um, use auto features. Um, definitely use auto features. By far, the um, the hardest part is remembering to do it. Right. So, um, if the images are already uploaded um, automatically overnight while your your phone's being plugged in at the side of your bed. Um, then it's nice to kind of relive those moments where you find a little bit of time in the day where you just move those images to, as I say, a gallery or a folder that is important to you. And sometimes it's quite easy to break those folders into relevant subjects. You know, obviously family is one, special events is another one. Um, you know, if you if you photograph anything for a client, you can uh, move move that to a, a, a folder specifically for clients. Um, so it's just thinking about your your photographic life. What is it you're photographing and, and how do you want to be able to find it? And I find personally date and year uh, is is by far the, the best way to do it. Um, and then if you have the ability to then start keywording images as well, which is perhaps, you know, a, another step that some people aren't ready to take, but keywording can be, uh, very important when it comes to finding those images later. Well, actually, Smuglog gives you three options. You can do keyword captions and and putting it in titles. an album, right? In titles. Yeah. Which one of those do you think is the most important as far as the Smuglog search engine finding your stuff? Uh, keywords, personally. Keywords. Um, yeah. When I upload again, I got five thousand images monthly. I can't put keywords into 5,000 photos, and I can't even put keywords no. into two photos at once, right? Uh, how do I manage the upload uh, or the management process of that? Of key keywording is, yeah, keywording is difficult when we're working in a mobile uh, world, you know, with iPhones and, and cellular phones, cell, you know, mobile cameras, basically. It's it's very, very difficult to... Uh, to keyword, uh, we haven't really found a good way to do that. Anybody to do that, a good way of doing that. Um, most of us who are serious about our keywording will move to a tool such as Lightroom or Capture One, something that allows us to to create catalogs and 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 keyword and caption and and do all that in bulk. Um, but then the other cool place to do it is you can go into SmugMug on the desktop. Um, and when you log into your account, you can keyword your images, um, bulk keyword them within your SmugMug account. Uh, but, you know, it's it's definitely a, a much better experience on the desktop at the moment than trying to do it on a mobile device. Okay. Lightroom, I can keyword a whole gallery and then just yeah. upload them and, and the keywords will stay in there. Okay. We yes. have a question. Yeah. We have a question from Roy. Uh, if you transfer all your photos from iPhoto Library, which I think is the cameras app, uh, the photos app, that's what it's called now, uh, will it upload the folder and album structure? Yes. Um, when you, uh, if you drag a folder, any folder, and this, this, this is more than just for the photo 
for the photo Apple Photos. But any, if you drag a folder onto SmugMug uh, on a desktop experience um, and upload uh, that folder, we will search through that folder and find other folders within that folder and create that same hierarchy, that same structure. Um, and then the, the actual image will end up in a final gallery. So you can have an album structure, an album, a folder hierarchy, and then the images will appear in a gallery within those folders. Um, just started using SmugMug and debating the value of using SmugMug galleries to share with family and friends versus Apple photo shared galleries. Would love to hear Alistair discuss the advantages and or disadvantages of both. Um, one of the, the founding sort of architectures of, of SmugMug is that your images will look phenomenal in a SmugMug gallery. Uh, we've spent many decades now ensuring that no matter what device you're looking at SmugMug gallery on, um, those images look the way they're supposed to look. So that's, you know, one great feature when you're, you know, when you share a gallery with uh, friends and family, uh, you, you're not quite sure what you know device they're going to be looking at, um, you know, as opposed to, um, I know they're talking about uh, Apple at this in, in this particular question, but you know, sharing them through social media, um, which destroys an image, it crushes and compresses those images. Images in Smugma galleries look great. Um, I think one of the key features is also the privacy of sharing through uh, a Smugma gallery. Over the, the 20 plus years that we've been in business, we've built all the bells and whistles that you need, no matter what type of photography you are, to share those images in the way that you want to share them. Whether you want to share them publicly, whether you want to share them privately, whether you want to password protect them, whether you want to uh, specifically only let a certain person see those images and be able to revoke their access to them. So. Um, Lots of lots of features. Um, you know, if you're a working photographer, you may want to watermark your images. We do that automatically. Um, if you want to, you can turn that on. Um, and then obviously there's the e-commerce side of it, where by being a SmugMug customer, um, you can either sell images to clients or you can allow family to buy those images from some of the best professional labs in the world where they will get product that they're just not able to get on the high street. Yeah, one of the things that drives me crazy about iCloud, Apple iCloud, is that if you you get the nag message and you, you start deleting images, well, they will be deleted from iCloud at the same time. That problem I don't have yeah. with SmugMug, right? Yeah, if you, de if you delete an image from your phone, then it's gone from, uh, yeah, the all the devices, you know, it's, 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 it can be confusing. Um, with SmugMug, with SmugMug, I actually encourage people never to delete anything. Um, if you have a bunch of images that, um, you know, you don't want to see in a certain gallery anymore, you can hide them so that you don't see them, but they're still there. Um, but I tell, I tell people to archive stuff rather than delete it. So maybe you've been sharing stuff with, with clients and you don't want them to see it anymore. Rather than delete it, you just make that gallery private and archive it so that it's still stored and it's still there. You just haven't deleted it. The fact that we give you unlimited stories, there's no need to delete anything. Just make it visible or invisible is the, is the kind of thought process of either making it private or not. I still like to get rid of pictures of people with their eyes closed. <laughs> 
but that's just me, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, from a quality perspective, that that's yeah. a whole other story. But you know, if if it's uh, if it's a gallery that you've shared with friends and family, and for some reason you don't want to share it anymore, then don't delete it. Just just move it, you know, and, okay. and make it private. Roy is, uh, has a few questions. Do you need an internet connection on your iPhone to upload pictures of Smugbug, or will it work on cellular? It will work on cellular. Of course, it will use your data. Um, so whenever you create, if you go into the app and you create a gallery and you upload something, then it will use whatever connection it can. If you're on cellular uh, or Wi-Fi, um, with the auto-uploading, you can force it to only use Wi-Fi. So you can say only do a bulk auto-upload um, when I'm on a Wi-Fi connection, and even better when I'm plugged in. And that, you know, when it's plugged in charging on Wi-Fi, it's typically the scenario is you've went to bed, you've plugged your phone in, it's on your home Wi-Fi, and it's just uploading as you as you sleep. And as everybody knows, I'm a traveling photographer. I'm always uh, out out there on the road, and I sleep really well at night knowing that all my images are backed up. Used to be that I would come back with my little cards, right, and or I'd be mm -hmm. in the room sticking them in there and doing all that. And now I don't have to worry about that because I shoot photo walks on an iPhone, and yeah. uh, it's really great thing. And then my wife is doing the same thing, and she always says, "You think I should back up?" I said, "Yeah, please leave the phone on, uh, you know, while you're sleeping." I should remind everybody that Smug Mug has a free two-week trial. So anybody who's interested in checking them out can go to SmugMug.com. And um, no credit card required. Give it a try. Upload some pictures. See what you think, right? No commitments. Yeah. No commitments. All we need is uh, an email, obviously, to, to get you set up. But you're not to, to start the trial. You don't have to put in any any kind of payment details. You can go try it out for two weeks um, and, and see how you get on. And obviously during that trial, you have access to, you know, all the, the help network and all, all the features um, of the product. Um, and then at the end of your trial, you can decide what plan uh, you is suitable for you. But when you're doing your trial, you have the full feature set available to you. When people think about backup, um, they have to think about it being a backup of something that's already stored somewhere else. Not just like, I'm putting this image on SmugMug and that's the only place it exists. That's not backup. Um, backup is where you have redundancy, where you have your image in multiple places. And therefore, if you, know, you lose it in one place, you can get it from another place. So um, this isn't a case of only using SmugMug and getting rid of hard drives, but it's certainly... Um, I would encourage people to have them on a hard drive and have them on SmugMug as a minimum. Uh, it's, a usually, it's, a good, it's usually three. Right? Three, usually yeah. Three, three yeah, three, two, one. But the the one is the important bit because it has to be off-site, right? You have to have a, a copy of it out away from the other copies. If you have three copies on it, of it on three hard drives, but all three of those hard drives are on your desk, Technically, it's not backed up. You know, if you have something catastrophic happen, you know, fires, flooding, those horrible things that seem to be that happen every year, they never, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then if they're all in the one place, they're not backed up, and that's one of the great things about SmugMug is we are that offsite solution. You know, we are in the cloud, we are everywhere in the world. So, yeah, have them backed up at home, have it offsite with SmugMug, and there you know, therefore you know that. You know, you you can get them should something catastrophic happen. Okay, so at the Jolly House, you've got the stuff yes. on Smugbug, you've got the stuff on hard drives, and where's the other place? Uh, at my mother's house, actually. All right. So I have, 
I have two RAID systems. Uh, for the, those that don't know what RAID is, it's, it's multiple drives in one device. Um, which So I have a RAID system here. So there's redundancy built into the RAID system. If one drive fails in the RAID, the images are still within the other drives in the RAID. So I have redundancy there. And then I have that redundant that RAID mirrored to another one, which is off-site um, at, uh, at my mother's house. And then um, the place that I... I Interact with those images mostly is is on SmugMug. Uh, the raids are really just the, um, the 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 main backup. SmugMug is the the place is the hub where I my family use those images and the the hard drives are the backup for me. Yeah, SmugMug is my virtual hard drive, so yep. uh, it, it acts as a mirror of my hard drives except for my giant video files because there is a mm-hmm. three three gigabyte limit and a twenty minute limit on your video on your video files and uh so i can't put them all in there um that's that's my story jerry has a question would i and my wife need two accounts or can we share one account um i'll make some assumptions um to answer that question i'm I'm assuming that you want to store and look at the same images um and maybe you have two you know, you, you both have uh, mobile devices. You can have one account. Um, my Our family all use the one SmugMug account. It's my main SmugMug account. It's the hub where the images that are taken on my phone, my wife's phone, the images that both my kids take on their phones, all upload to one SmugMug account. They all, all the devices have the SmugMug app on, on their phones. That app is then logged in to my SmugMug account. So when you get the app, you have to log into your SmugMug account and that tells it where to put those images. So yeah, we all have we all have access to that one SmugMug account. It means any of us in the family can look at those images, can see them, can get them. Um, and yeah, you only need to pay one subscription. So um, but it, the it only- also, the, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say the, only, the only difference would be if, um, you wanted to upload different images and and keep them private, um, but you're talking about your wife, so hopefully hopefully you're not keeping private images from your wife. Um, it means that auto iOS or auto Android uh, photos taken by you, photos taken by your wife, all go into the same same bucket, and that you yes. you you may have to go in there and separate your wife's photos into another album or gallery, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's yeah there's use cases where it's not ideal, but for for us as a family, you know, we're we're typically all wanting to see the images that each other took. We're wanting to we're, we're maybe at the same places taking images at the same place. So yeah, they all go into one bucket. Um, but um, within there, you can move them around into different galleries, and and as I said, as I said earlier, do you know create different access for different people for those galleries, but. Um, yeah, now one solution yeah. that I have for that is when we are traveling, I from my wife's phone, I create her own gallery and just upload yeah. everything to that gallery, say Ruth, Ruth Mendocino or whatever, wherever we are, so that she doesn't, you know, sometimes we'll take the same image and who who took it, right? I think for a family, there's there's no real need to have multiple smug mug accounts. It's, that's really when you start getting into, um, you know, having clients and having, um, you know, Needing needing uh, an, a a separate account for that type of thing. Yeah, just yeah. create create galleries, create separate galleries so that you know who took which picture. I think that's that's a big help. 
So just to remind everybody, um, starts at $110 a year, SmugBug. There's a free two-week trial at SmugBug.com. And uh, unlimited backup and create albums, create galleries, I should say. Uh, did I hit all the all the keep and then sell some prints too, right? Yep, sounds like uh, sounds like what we do. Share your images, store them, and sell them if you want to. Yep. Through Alistair Jolly from Smugbug. Thank you so much for being here today. If people Pleasure. have additional questions for you, how can they reach you? Uh, well, at most, pla- at most places in the world, I'm at Alistair Jolly. Um, so. Yeah, you can find me there. Uh, you can find me at AMG, Alpha Mother Juliet, amg.smugmug.com if you want to check out some of my images. But uh, yeah, most of my socials at Alistair Jolly. Okay, I'm at Jefferson Graham on Twitter, which is now a ghost town, right? There's not much action going on there anymore. Um, more stuff going on at Facebook and Instagram and other places. Um Flickr, Flickr is really cool. I'm at Jefferson Graham there as well. Um, nice to know that at Flickr, the photos are not down Thank you very much, Alistair. Uh, this week on Photo Walks TV on Saturday, I am going to climb down the Hollywood, the climb into the belly of the letters of the Hollywood sign and show you what it's like and take some pictures there. It was very interesting and lots of fun. This year, the Hollywood sign turns 100. So I'm just finishing that episode. We'll be back next Thursday with another live edition. Scott Kelby is going to be here. And the two of us are going to talk travel photography for the summer travels. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Alistair, for watching, uh, for being here. And we'll see you next week.